My ears are still hot. My ears are hot too. Why do they get? Mm. They need some ventilation in these noise canceling earphones, headphones. I'm telling you, it's like, what do the professionals use? I mean, not that we're not professionals. We're soups professional. This equipment was not free. It was not even cheap. It was neither free nor cheap. The more money you spend, the more of a professional you are. A pa 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 man. We have our priorities straight. Roasty, toasty ears. Here I am Mm -hmm. dressed as if it's 40 degrees outside and my AC just kicked on. It's legitimately 40 (laughs) degrees outside. But for some reason in this like guest bedroom, it is toasty, which I'm glad because my parents are coming in a couple of days. Oh, so so they'll be nice. Oh, because they're used to Texas. Well, Texas gets cold, right? It gets cold for sure. Yeah, no, I was just talking to them last night and they said, yeah, it was fall here a couple of days ago. Uh, So I guess it got down to like it got down to like the 50s for several days and then it was back up to 80. So we yeah, we had a few days of fall like last Mm. week or the week before maybe. And now we're in the upper 80s again. But it's Mm. like really, really cloudy today. Not in those fun, dark clouds like white clouds that you know where you need Uh, sunglasses even more than a normal sunny blue day you know it's like it's it's messing with this migraine issue that I have and oh no you still haven't gotten that taken care of I still haven't started my Botox uh, because (laughs) I just did the MRI yesterday I'm like can we just see the MRI before we decide Mm -hmm. just to start putting you know cow poison or whatever into my face Mm -hmm. like let's make sure I don't know what Botox is yeah, botulism. Like, it's botulism. from cans. I mean, yeah. should like, be cows. I think so. Let's make sure there's not something more going on under the surface mm-hmm. here. Like a freaking, I don't know, tumor in my eyebrow. I, that's just stupid. I don't think that I happened. Have a tumor. To, no, that <gasps> happened to me in high school. You well, had I didn't a have tumor a tumor in your eyebrow? Oh. No, no, no. I, I told that story wrong. Uh, hi, I'm Tammy. I tell stories more dramatically than I this, need to this be told. This Tammy, um, and she did not have an eyebrow tumor. I didn't have an eyebrow tumor, uh, but I did have uh, weird migraines in high school that oh. nobody knew what they were. They didn't know they were migraines at first because they didn't act like a migraine. Same with and, mine. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to go through, I had to go to a neurologist and do an MRI and an EKG and blah, 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 blah. Um, cause they thought maybe I had a tumor, but I didn't see, that's what I'm afraid of. So before I st- don't inject Botox into my possible tumor, yeah. it's not going to heal the tumor. It's not going to shrink it. It's going to make it weird and Freeze hard and, and young. <laughs> well, that tumor is only about six months old yet. You've had it for 10 years. That's amazing. God, that tumor looks better than I've ever seen it looking before. My tumor and I are just going to have lunch in Beverly Hills. What's the best place to see and be seen? Because I'm sorry. Can I see your tumor's ID? Because. <laughs> oh, you flatter me. So yeah. <laughs> would you and your tumor sister like to sit over here? <laughs> oh, you flatter me. I'm the tumor's mother, but <laughs> we do look like sisters. No. I, I know. No, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I know. I'm a young mom. 
Well, in the meantime, until I get the MRI results, I'm not doing the Botox, but I'm just waiting. But she gave me prescription like migraine medicine, but I don't want to mm-hmm. take it. Did you get the nose stuff? I got the nose stuff. I didn't stuff. get any nose stuff. I got a nose spray, but I didn't yeah. get any. Oh, oh, I do have nose stuff then. Well, mine was mine was medicine that I took through my nose because oh. my my migraines uh, manifested as like a really sick stomach a lot of times. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It does affect your tummy. Yeah. It, the women in my family get migraines. It makes them like throw up and stuff. But yeah, so that that's was me too. Yeah, but I don't have so like, they the ga- classic symptoms. So I didn't. They know. gave me yeah. They gave me nose spray so I wouldn't have to take a pill because they were like because you get sick to your stomach. But you know, oh, you so do you the nose spray and then it drips down the back of your throat and goes into your stomach and then you throw it up and then you throw <laughs> so, it up and it probably uh-huh. burns even more. Uh-huh. Fun, yeah, fun it absolutely does. Fun options. That's why I'll uh-huh. take the Botox. It's fine. <laughs> It's yeah. fine. I don't get those sick, though. So that's good. Those so were far. the ones. I think I told you I, I they, everybody thought I was pregnant because I was 16. Oh, and no. I would get up in the morning and I'd be very sick to my stomach. <laughs> and then eventually I would throw up and then it, it would turn into just like a piercing headache for a very long time. Oh, man. And so everyone thought I was pregnant. I took like they gave me like three pregnancy tests because I'd be like there's I like literally there's no way I'm pregnant. Let me just assure you (laughs) for a lot of reasons. But everyone was like, sure, sure, sure. Now your parents are gone. So are you pregnant? And I was like, no. Why don't you pee on the stick just for the heck of it? It's fun. Just give us a a little pee pee. We'll dip the stick. No matter how I've taken pregnancy tests in, in the past, whether it's just at my doctor's office or and. Even though I know I'm not pregnant. Yes. I'm you have a panic attack. So nervous. Yes. I'm like, this is the moment. This is the moment I, I find out. I was literally like, I'm a fucking virgin. And then they'd be like, and the result of your pregnancy test is I'm like, what if I sat on something? Oh, God. <laughs> well, that's and what like, I would think. I was like, wait, can you maybe get pregnant just start messing around? I've heard of that in know. magazines. Like, like maybe if you just fool around, it could still happen. Look, oh. as I described in the last episode, I was not cool. So even that wasn't <laughs> happening. But I was like, I don't know. Maybe I slept really deeply and someone snuck in. I don't know. Like... <laughs> I didn't line the toilet seats. A, a man yeah. used it before me. He there's a, a few sperm just sitting on the toilet, and I sat on it. <laughs> you just everyone has to have that three seconds of panic of uh, like forgetting absolutely. all of their sex education. Oh, I know. And at this point in my life, I'm like I'm 37 and I'm on birth control. But if I was gonna get pregnant by now, it would have happened. I mean, I didn't have an entire Girl, life of being careful. How much wood are you knocking on right now oh shit here we go yeah there you go i'm knocking on wood for you bitch yeah i should not i fucking shouldn't have said it shouldn't have said it here we go nine months later (laughs) so a fetal alcohol syndrome stricken baby because this is banshees and booze a paranormal podcast with a shot of liquid courage. I love that I threw my hands in the air to say that, like with a flourish. Yeah, I loved it. It was uh, the most. It was the darkest transition uh, I've ever made on this oh, podcast. It possibly was beautiful, and that's 
what's the most sad part? Like in your teens and twenties, you're like, Oh my God, if I got pregnant, it would just ruin my life. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And now I'm like, Oh my God, if I'm pregnant, I've been drinking very heavily. Yeah. For- <laughs> it's like the first thing I think I'm like, shit, yeah. I can't be pregnant. That kid is yeah. fucked. I've been drinking so <laughs> <Yeah>. much. <laughs> Taking weed gummies every night. Xanax. Like, Shit. I think I I I could be wrong. I, disclaimer, I am not a medical doctor, but I'm pretty sure in the first like six to ten weeks, like you can like it's fine. <laughs> like, I think so, too. Otherwise, no child would survive because yeah. unless you're actively trying and right. doing all the prenatal stuff like yeah. most people are drinking within the first six weeks of their pregnancy. Of course. Yes. I mean, all, I just always think my parents were 19 when they got pregnant with my older sister Mm -hmm. in the seventies. So they were definitely not being super healthy, I'm sure. And that girl came out a fucking genius. She's, she's very healthy. Mm -hmm. It's just luck. It's probably just luck, you know? Yeah. Oh boy. Well, that was fun. That was a fun yeah. thing to think about. Yeah, now uh, that I'm I'm really deep in these feelings. This uh, should have been the Halloween episode. Scary. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, today's What the fuck are we doing? Oh, oh yeah. okay, I, I was remember. just going to ask you. I'm like, "Wait, what's the topic?" Technically, are we just chatting? We're just, we gonna, just having a good time. Technically, we will just be chatting cuz we we watched ghost shows and we're going to chat That's about right. them. Yes, it's ghost uh, show week for whoa. Me. I beeped. I beeped. I'm sorry. It's ghost show week again. We haven't done it in a while, and I kind of yeah, miss it. We haven't done it since you lived in Los Angeles, and we sat on your couch. Oh wait, that was our last one together in LA. It oh no, was. the live episode technically uh, was, yeah. I yeah. think. But we no, sat- no, because no. we recorded that one the next day. We were still. I we was like, so hungover. I was, we barely, I barely had a voice. You were super hungover. Mm-hmm. And then we went to Moose and Frank's afterwards and got martinis That's and right. and a surf and turf. Oh, we know how to treat ourselves right. We did a good, we had a good time. We had a great time. I loved it because we went to like Los Angeles is like such a fancy, fancy restaurant. I was wearing overalls and you were wearing a t-shirt that said, I'm here for the booze with a <laughs> ghost on it. <laughs> I had like dirty hair. Like oh, under I had such dirty hair from hair the night wrap. before. No, and literally, I was like, "Hold on, now I'll feel better." Before we walk in, I just put, I reached in my purse and grabbed whatever red lipstick right. I had and put it on. I was like, "Now I feel good. Let's go." See, <laughs> you're absolutely correct. Red lipstick, and you can get uh-huh. away with anything. You can yeah. wear whatever you want. You could look however you want. Red lipstick classes it up. And the bartender fell in love with you at first sight too. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, my lady." Any. <laughs> Anything for you, anything for you. <laughs> I'm like, damn, I should have worn red lipstick. That was fun. That was that really, was fun. really fun. But that was the last time we did a ghost like episode. Or, sorry, mm-hmm. like we watched a TV episode about ghost hunters. Right. Um, I tried a new show today. <gasps> I'm so excited. I want you to go first. Have you heard of Paranormal Survivor? Have we discussed this? Have I watched it? Okay. I don't think so judging by your face I don't think yeah. it ha- it's happened okay my face is downright incredulous so mm. I don't think so well I watched paranormal paranormal survivor on Whoa. Netflix um it's available if you're a subscriber who isn't uh I watched season and two in the U.S. because guess what oh. we have different things what 
this is I can't I just can't yeah. understand you know, this my web series the web series I was in with with Mari the feathers and toast mm-hmm. is on Amazon Prime now <sighs> oops sorry that was my I, I dropped something I'm so sorry I'm so just sorry I knocked five 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 thirds of a heart attack right there. Uh, I'm so sorry heart I'm... attack in two thirds <laughs> My uh, flailing yeah, arms knocked my phone off of its stand. I'm sorry. Well, what's what's funny too is like I because I edit these, so then I hear it later. Your mic is pointed at your mouth. It will barely sound like anything. But yes. like I'm not listening to what's coming through your mic. I'm listening to what's coming through the iPad. So. Exactly, which is super <laughs> loud. I'm so sorry. As you yeah. were, as you were. So is that series on Amazon Prime? It's on Amazon Prime now, but I can't watch it over here. No. <laughs> That's it's not bullshit. available in my region. I mean, I was in it, so I don't need to watch it. But also, I was like, oh, I'll watch it and like drive up the views and everything, you yes, know. And yeah. Oh, well, yeah, I'll like do it for you. not available in my region. Oh, thank you. I'll do it for you. Well, depending on your region, paranormal. I can't say the word paranormal, which sucks because this is a paranormal this podcast. This is a paranormal podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so I, paranormal. It's not your fault. It's a shot of liquid courage. <laughs> it is. And my shot of liquid courage today is very simple. Oh. It's just champagne because yeah. Ithamar and I went to Vegas, I don't know, like end of last month, end of September for his, um, his niece and dad have a birthday in the same week. And so we do this family trip to Vegas to celebrate. Yeah. And every time we go to Vegas, we bring a bottle of booze because we're like, well, pregame in the room and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Literally, it never happens. We never do it. We always forget. We just, or we're too tired or we are out of time. So I was like, are we gonna, I mean, every single time we go, we always bring something, wine, champagne, vodka, and we never open it. And so this time we were like, no. It's gonna happen. Tammy did not happen, so now I have oh, no. champagne in the house. <laughs> yeah, we got the mini bottles too. So if we didn't want to drink all of it, we didn't have to. Mm-hmm. But we—I now have a fridge full of mini champagnes. I'm not mad about it. I'm not Look, mad about I'm, it. I am in no way judging your situation, but y'all are familiar. You're allowed to drink it wherever, right? It's Wait, Vegas. You can take it outside. Yes. Ah. Uh, are you? Wait, are you serious right now? <laughs> I am serious right now. Yeah, I you can drink it that. on the street. You can drink it in the elevator. You can drink it in the lobby. This is some they bullshit. They have an open container law. Yeah, so we do the same thing. We would take we would take a bunch of beers or whatever, and you have it, but you can literally just leave your room and go down the elevator with beer. What's really really interesting about this is my husband lived in Las Vegas for yeah. like a year when he was at the Second City. Tour uh, company, the company that he, oh, he has he been keeping this from you? Is he trying to prevent me from drinking as much as I want to, <laughs> anytime, mean, anywhere? Haven't you noticed people on the street drinking three yeah. foot tall margaritas? Yes, out of those giant, yeah. like yes, I. That's do. all booze. You don't have to buy it from someone. You can bring it yourself. Tammy, I'm going back yes, to ma'am. Vegas now with yes. this knowledge, and I'm going to have myself yes. a time. <laughs> Buy your beer before you get into town. Stop stop on the border. Beautiful. Buy your beer because it's cheaper. Go yes. to the ATM because it's cheaper. Yeah, And go in and have a blast. Well, Tell now I Tammy know. sent you. <laughs> now, I, now I understand because I'm not a big gambler yet. I'm like, how did I spend $300 on fucking mm-hmm. alcohol? Because it's so expensive. Which you shouldn't. You should find one game that you're halfway decent at that you can sit at for a couple hours and they'll just keep bringing you booze. Yes. 
I do love some slots. The Titanic machine. Yes. Wonderful. Goldfish for me, baby. Goldfish. That's mine. Oh my God, that's my favorite. (laughs) Did I tell you what happened when I was here and we went to the Air Force Ball? No. Did you play Goldfish? It's my yes. favorite one. Oh my god. Oh There's my god. no, so it was so insane because like he like I had been to the base a couple of times before I just stayed. There's like a Bob Hope Center where there's a Starbucks and Wi-Fi and so I can just like hang out there and it's fine. And so um I've edited several podcasts there. And um we went and then oh he was telling me he was like, Oh, if you want to walk over here, there's like a sports bar and I think there's like a casino in there I think there's like slot mm. machines and I was like oh well I was like well if it's not goldfish I'm not interested so then it was the air force ball and we were like closing it down and they were like oh we're all moving this to the galaxy club where the casino is and we're literally walking through and I was like if it's not goldfish I'm not interested and it was goldfish and I was so interested and I won several dollars oh my god tammy the only reason i said titanic and not the goldfish game is because i didn't think anyone really knew it I i'm love obsessed goldfish. with it i'm obsessed yeah the music is what gets me too i get i dance to it the little like mm-hmm. oh my god it's I, those bonus games or start fetch they're, they're so good fetch they have the best bonus games and it's so easy to get a bonus too yeah and then they play the little like steel drum mm-hmm. music and like oh love my god I, I did it. I didn't do bad I actually started with ten dollars and I got uh-huh. up to 30 and I cashed Hell out yes girl it's the most I've ever profited on it on that's a, good it's that's so really good. good it took a lot to cash out because I was enjoying the heck out of myself but mm-hmm. I was like oh no Amy you need this money really badly. You got to quit while you're ahead. <laughs> Good for you. Yes. Yes. Um, oh, I just, it shouldn't surprise me that we have so much in common, but that just delighted me so, yeah, so very much. You know, okay. we're going to Vegas together, right? Like, I was just going to say, happen. clearly we're not going to Vegas together because we're going to yeah. sit. You're going to teach me how to drink the right way in Vegas. And then we're going to play My goldfish pleasure. all day, My every day. Pleasure. And then we'll eat delicious food. Yes. <gasps> okay. Vegas has such good food. It really does, actually. Yeah, it it's, it's amazing. Um, okay. So now that we know about the ins and outs of drinking in Vegas, mm-hmm. um, yeah. a little late in life, but better than never, uh, I'll tell you about this show called Peril. Para? Normal? I'm just going to stop saying that because I can't. <laughs> Para Haro Survivor. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm Baba Wawa. Uh, okay. 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 So this was an hour long. No. After, it was 45 minutes and it had three stories. So I was like, okay, 15 minutes per story. I'll try to watch all three of them. Tammy, I only got through one because I was scared. Uh, okay, I, this again. is fascinating and I can't wait to get to mine for Ooh. that reason. So oh, excellent. This is great. This okay, is great, great, great. Good. Because I was still babysitting. This is a continuation of last week. I did all my research in one night. So baby's still sleep, sleeping. I'm still babysitting. It's dark. It's late. There's two big dogs there asleep. And I was like, great, I'm safe. Everything's fine. Super safe neighborhood. Everything's great. Um, except it's so many glass windows and, and walls and doors with no covers on them. Ugh, and, and you can't see outside. I and could they only see, see reflections. Oh, yeah. And I was very scared. So I was already a little bundle of nerves because I had already done my research from last week. Mm-hmm. Um, still got the monitor going. I hated it. So I decided... To ease my nerves, I was going to put it on closed captioning and put it on mute and just watch it. Smart. Because sometimes it's that music that really mm-hmm. fucks with me. So uh, it helped, but it was still very scary. So um, 
so I only watched the first story because I was too scared. And uh, the this woman, I can immediately tell they're doing that talking head interview and it's modern day and she's probably in her 50s. And this is a story that happened to her in the 80s and she is visibly shaken. And yeah. I'm like, shit. Like she was like, it looked like she was, her like her voice was trembling. I wasn't sure if she was going to cry or not. But just talking about it, like still really fucked with her wait so is this show kind of like i survived but with like a paranormal thing kind of and they also do re the reenactments as well okay. so yeah okay. yeah it is it's like reenactments uh the reenactments weren't awesome they were not good at all very very when are they i know this is clear that it was non-union shot in like a basement in orlando <laughs> florida or something mm-hmm. um so, okay, so we're in the 1980s now. We're in a, a flashback with a reenactment. Um, it's the like, late 80s. She moves in with her new husband into his parents' basement. It's one of those finished basements with multiple bedrooms and bathrooms and a kitchen. And I'm like, no, that's no way okay. to start married life. You don't live yeah. with your parents. But, um, but to make the basement feel like it was their home, they go to an antique shop and buy... Oh. A washstand from the 1870s. This one of those mm. fancy carts with the bowl and the pitcher. I know exactly what you're saying because there was one of those in my house for a very long time when I was a child. Oh, God. So you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It was my great grandma's. So. Oh, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I even took a screenshot of it from the from Netflix and I wound up deleting it because I was scared <laughs> having it on my computer. Yeah. I was like, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. So I just wrote, come on now. Uh, So lo and behold, strange shit starts happening. Doors and cabinets um, open and close on their own. And one day the, I I forgot to write down her name, but the the wife, she hears, she's coming down the stair, the basement stairs into their apartment. And she hears the sound of fabric ripping really, really loudly and violently. Like, Mm. like you're just tearing up a old whatever you're just mad yeah um so her her new husband and her they're like they notice that all this stuff started happening when they brought the antique into the house but they both just are thinking with logic and they're like that's not possible though like an object can't bring bad energy into a house Oh, don't we know better? Fools. They don't know. Oh, newlyweds. Ah, You young 80s. You and your big hair. Oh, Uh you know nothing. So things start to escalate more and more. So they host a dinner party for their friends. and In the basement? Yeah. I didn't mean to judge. I mean, it looks like an apartment, but yeah, it's a basement. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They host a dinner party with their friends. And during dinner, uh, the coffee pot on the counter moves all the way across the counter on its own Ooh. and then like the friends are freaked they're like the minute what? you said that you touched your fucking computer and it, and moved. it moved sideways so sorry, and if it were possible for me to hate you i would hate you right now i'm so sorry between drop knocking my phone over and yeah my arm got caught in the cord and it pulled the laptop <laughs> I was like it moved tammy it did it was so scary <laughs> stop doing that i'm scaring myself i don't it's like really it scary i'm sorry i'll stop i'll stop <laughs> i scared myself um so the coffee and the reenactment is hilarious because you could tell they were trying to work with some magnetic energy or something and like the coffee pot's just like trembling and like <laughs> just moves a few inches and then all of a sudden it's like all the way across the counter and they're like we don't have the budget somebody hire a ghost to do this for us <laughs> that ghost will work for for scale it's fine oh no the ghost is union oh man 
can we get an hour minimum? Ten percent has to go to its agent, so we gotta <laughs> let's move this along, guys. Um, so the friends are like, "What the hell was that?" And they're like, "Oh my god, I don't know. We've never. That's so weird." And meanwhile, they're like, "Uh-uh, it's getting worse." And then they have a baby, um, which I wrote. Which in this show is a pile of blankets, and in some shots, it's a doll's head popping out of the blankets. <laughs> <laughs> and it's hilarious because they're showing in the reenactment that the marriage is starting to fall apart because the stress that this ghost is causing them like they start snapping at each other and yeah. it's like wearing on them so is it like slow motion and you can barely see their faces <laughs> oh no it's regular motion and they're oh, screaming no. and yelling and she's like bouncing the quote-unquote baby but i swear it's like nine giant blankets i'm like how big is this baby it's, it's almost like she took laundry out of the dryer and she's just bouncing it around <laughs> And then she like turns to walk away in a shot and she like looks back at the husband and she says, I can't do this anymore. And it's clearly a plastic baby heads doll just popping out of the blankets because it's like light bouncing off of it. It's <laughs> terrible, but very funny. Um, so she's she leaves her husband and her and the baby move into a place of their own and she takes the wash stand with her. Come on. That's like the point of separation is to leave bullshit behind you know mm-hmm. like leave everything you acquired together as a couple just fucking leave it you don't need start it. fresh burn mm-hmm. it fucking burn it um so oh boy the baby is now five years old and has an imaginary friend <gasps> no now i swear i know in last week's episode i did a story of a child who was five who had an imaginary friend I did not know what to expect with this episode at all. So Mm -hmm. here we go again. Um, I just wrote facepalm. His name (laughs) is Lenny. And according to her son, Lenny wears a white shirt and black pants because the mom asks, who are you talking to? And he's like, Lenny, can't you see him? He's right here. He's wearing black pants and a white shirt. I'm like, is he a caterer? So I don't (laughs) get it. Um, So in the interview, the mom explains uh, that the son had a talking teddy bear doll and she explains it. Oh, it was this talking teddy bear doll that you put a cassette tape into and it talks. Clearly Teddy Ruxpin. We're ta- Thank you. I'm like, clearly we're talking about Teddy Ruxpin, but the show does not have yeah. the money or the rights to say Teddy uh-huh. Ruxpin. <laughs> so she's like, a talking bear with a cassette tape. Um, and then the doll that they use to be Teddy Ruxpin is this. Uh-huh. It's like this puppy, like this stuffed animal puppy that lights up. I'm like, that ain't fucking Teddy Rock. That's not even a bear. Yeah. Come on, guys. Um, so I thought that was very funny. So um, the bear, Teddy Ruxpin, would talk in the middle of the night, even when his switch was turned off in her son's room. Um, the, he would talk really, really, really fast and then really, really <gasps> slow. No. Which is so fucking spooky. Um, and then, so finally she comes in the room because her son is like freaking out. He's still five years old and she just takes the batteries out of Teddy Ruxpin and she goes back to bed. The son goes back to bed. Guess what? No. Teddy Ruxpin still talks. Just like in last week's episode with the singing doll. Um, Did I ever tell you about my friend that had a Tickle Me Elmo? Like she was too old for Tickle Me Elmo, but it was just. It was every old person. Yes. We all had tickle me Elmo's. She had a tickle me Elmo and like the batteries were dying and it would, it would go slow (gasps) and it'd be like, 
ha, 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 that tickles. And then, like, start shaking. And you're just like, ah! It's, like, the scariest fucking thing you've ever heard in your life. Especially in Elmo's voice. Like, yeah. That's so scary. Oh, God. Oh, that's horrifying. I don't like talking dolls. Uh, No more. Never again. They should be banned. Nope. Yep. Oh, God. Okay, so things get worse once mom starts dating again. Uh And she starts bringing over her boyfriends. Teddy Um, don't like. mm -mm, Teddy is jealous. So whenever she brings, like, a boy over to watch movies and eat popcorn and do innocent things, um, the boy, the, (laughs) her boyfriend would get, like, pinched and punched in the arm and he would turn and be like whoa what what the hell was that and she would just play dumb like what are you talking about uh Mm -hmm. but clearly the ghost was not happy um and then she gets serious with one of these fellas and he spends the night tammy wink oh no it was too late and dark on the roads to drive home safely yes that's right so and there's only one extra bed and that's hers so they had to share it that is so embarrassing oh my god but i bet they slept uh head to foot and none of your parts still line up that way (laughs) many many layers many layers yeah they they Mm -hmm. put like a a blanket divider down the middle mm-hmm. so that they yeah. couldn't accidentally in the middle of the night touch each other's privates. You exactly. Know? Yes. <laughs> I'd vote, woo. Uh, <laughs> um, so at 4 a.m., okay, so her her now boy, serious boyfriend uh, is sleeping, spending the night. It's his first time spending the night. Um, at 4 a.m., she hears one of her son's toys playing this loud, cheerful music in the hallway. And he has this toy phone that rings, and it's like that tone. So she's mm-hmm. like, oh, what the heck? So she goes down the hallway to find the toy and turn it off. Um, as soon as she gets up to investigate, it stops. Um, she checks on her son. He's fast asleep. She checks the hallway. There's nothing there. She's like, that's weird. So she goes back into her bedroom, and she finds her boyfriend laying stiff as a board, like a corpse, on his back in bed staring at the ceiling and he's shaking and she was like oh my god what what's wrong what's wrong and he goes it's sitting on the foot of the bed and she's like what what and he's like it's on the foot of the bed and in the reenactment it's Lenny in his white pants and or white shirt and black pants and he looks like a full-grown man and I will say the reenactments were all super cheesy but the ghost image of Lenny was really really scary Uh. um so she doesn't see anything but he sees this man on the foot of the bed and he is like I'm out of here and he gets dressed even though the actor in the reenactment was already wearing sweatpants he put a pair of jeans on over the sweatpants to prove how much he needed to get out of the house and a belt so he like puts his jeans on over sweatpants puts a belt on he's already wearing a t-shirt he like puts a shirt on over his shirt and he's like i'm out of here and i was like that Uh, is a little dramatic but this is also making me realize how different things are for boys and girls because i'm like all the jeans i own are skinny jeans like i can't even put my legs inside my jeans half the time no let alone pants over pants are you kidding Mm -hmm. me Ithamar witnessed me after I got out of a hot bath. I put lotion on and then I had to put my jeans on to go run to work. No. And he had just done the laundry and they just came out of the dryer. And so. Oh, God, there's so much jumping. Oh, my God. There was so much jumping, Tammy. And he had never witnessed this in person before. Yeah. 
I did this very recently too. And and mine was like, no, it's cute. And I was like, it's That's not cute. This is how I live my life. <laughs> he thought it was so cute because it got stuck on my butt, halfway yeah. over my butt cheeks. Yeah. And I couldn't get it up, up over the rest of my fucking ass. And he's like, oh my God, your butt looks so cute like that. I'm like, I'm drenched in sweat right now. I this want is to not murder cute. you. This is not cute. I mean, bless them for thinking it's cute, but oh my God, yeah. I, I felt, sorry, I keep moving my computer. No, it's okay. This um, time I was prepared for it. So, okay. So bitch is angry at this point. She's like, you scared off my boyfriend, Lenny. Fuck no. Also, mm-hmm. I guess her son and she wants to protect him. So, so her boyfriend's mom is like, hey, it's the early nineties. And I just read about this brand new thing called feng shui. <laughs> <laughs> And yes. it's going to clear out the bad energy. I found this feng shui expert and she's going to help you find the bad energy in the home and, and, and direct it to go out. And she had a flyer up at Half Price Books where I got yeah. my feng shui book. And let's do this. Feng shui for the 90s woman. Um, so she finds this, <laughs> this expert and the woman comes in and immediately zones in on the washstand. And she's like, that right there, that has to go. And it has to go mm-hmm. now. She said an entity arrived with it, um, but it's following you around. Like it stays because it likes you. It's attached to you. It came with the washstand, but it's it's mm. attracted to you. And she said, you're a magnet for this kind of energy. And the mom Ooh. was like, bitch. So mm-hmm. she finally gets rid of the damn washstand. And surprise, surprise, everything goes back to normal. And then I was like, that's enough for me. I'm not going to watch any more of this episode. Because there were two more stories. Ooh. And one involved a Ouija board. And I couldn't stomach uh, it. I was like, I think I'm done. I think I'm done. But what I, I loved about. I think that was right. Yeah. So I stopped there and uh, what I loved was at the end, there was like a, a button by this so, so-called so expert, like a paranormal expert. And he was like doing like a little PSA, like, um, when you get rid of a haunted or cursed object, don't just give it to someone you don't like. Uh, you need to, <laughs> I was like, I would absolutely give it to someone I don't like. Uh, he's like, it needs to be burned or buried. Like it just can't go to like a used furniture store or like put on the curb of your yeah it's like um, somebody else did that already yes I know that's just it from since 1870 someone was passing this shit around so Mm -hmm. yeah but anyway that is the story of paranormal survivor normal past survivor we survived we survived it we did it yeah so it was fun scary it was fun and as it turns out there are a ton of ghost shows available on Netflix, depending on your region. Depending on your region. Depending there's so on many available. I uh, knew exactly what I wanted to do when we decided we were going to do a ghost show. Um, because I had, fa- I had accidentally found the ghost show when we did our haunted moved locations. <gasps> That's right. Mm-hmm. And there was this UK show called Most Haunted. Yeah. And it's been on forever and ever and ever. And we even got our title from it when the lady yelled, oh, sugar. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. So I went ahead and Googled scariest episode of Most Haunted. Ooh. Because um, I'm a fool. 
just a fool. And um, I, I came up with the definitive answer. This place was so scary that they ended up coming back many years later and like several uh, people in the show like refused to <gasps> go back. Okay. So, that sounds very promising. This episode is from like season 18, episode 8. Season 18? Uh, I'm telling you, there's so many. Damn. Um, these people are p- famous over here, I'm sure. Um, this is the episode where they explore the abandoned prison, uh, HMP Shrewsbury. Ooh. And HMP stands for Her Majesty's Prison. Oh. What Which a I just fancy found title for a prison. <laughs> charming. So I decided for for my drink this week, I'm having Her Majesty's Toilet Wine. <laughs> just H M T W. Her Majesty's yep. Toilet Wine. Mm-hmm. Oh God, I love that so much. I forgot about uh, toilet wine. I know. I never can. Uh, so <laughs> I was thinking about doing like tea with a spot of something in it, but then I was like, eh, toilet wine. Toilet wine. It's prison. Whenever there's an excuse to drink wine, it's just. Why best. not? Why not? not. Uh, <laughs> okay, so a little history of the place, a tiny amount of history. It was built in 1793. That's and old. It was used until 2013. Holy shit. It's too long. That's too um, long. It was called the most overcrowded prison in England. Uh, and uh, they did executions there. Uh, they were in the yard for a long time. And then they moved them indoors in like the late 1800s. Uh, and the last execution there was in 1961, which was very controversial, apparently. It might have been the last execution in the UK. They were they were like the notoriously controversial execution of George Riley. And I was like. I'm sure that's notorious if I lived here, but I don't. And I don't have time for research because I'm watching the show. We'll just okay. trust. We'll just trust it was notorious. So it's a big-ass building. It's a prison like you expect. Um, they're doing their uh, searching in A-Wing um, where there have been reports of doors swinging, disembodied voices, and full-body apparitions. There's a guy named Joel who works for this place called Jailhouse Tours um and he does like tours in this place all the time he feels like there's this one particular cell that people uh, he feels like somebody's watching him out of the cell um he told a story about uh just kind of the whole place kind of like drives you crazy so when it was still operational there was a prisoner who was like he had very good behavior um but one day he demanded that his cellmate be removed he was like if you don't get this guy out of here i'm gonna kill him and they were like, but you're so cool. Why Why would we do that? And then they came back and they decided uh, to take the cellmate out. And he was like, thank you for taking me out of here. Because I kept waking up in the middle of the night and he was standing over me, staring at me. Ooh. And then they later took him to psychiatric and he admitted that he's turned he turned into a vampire. He was like, I'm a vampire now. So I needed you to take him out because I was going to kill him. Oh, my God. I Holy know. shit. Well, nice um, of him to confess, like, in advance. Like, yeah. I'm trying to it's save this nice guy's life. Yeah. yeah. Doing him a favor. 
so he lived on the the basically if you're just you walk in and you're looking the left hand side on the second floor he lived on that side and that side um has seen the most number of suicides there were eight suicides in a six-week period at one point whoa yeah um so the team goes through and um, Yvette, who's the main lady, who I like a lot, um, she had been there before, before she had the show and experienced like she had whistled and had some whistling answered to her and, and felt kind of creepy about the place. So um, she was interested to be there, but she was like on her way out of her door and she said she felt compelled like she like ran back to her house and got this necklace that she had that was like a protective amulet and she was like I haven't thought about this before but I just felt like there's some really negative energy here and so everyone was kind of agreeing like there's probably not playful energy here like it's a prison people were like executed here like it's gonna be bad news yeah no one's like ah great memories i would love to return to this prison in the afterlife exactly (laughs) so they're walking there and it's like right before the commercial break and one of the guys goes yeah i'm not too worried about it he says i'd rather be in a prison that's empty than a prison that's full and the other guy looks at him and goes but it's not empty Oh, and I was just like, oh, zinger. that's a good one. Damn, Cut to commercial. <laughs> okay, so commercial. Here we go. Then I wrote, oh, my God, they fucking walk in. And immediately there's a giant fucking bang and everyone runs <laughs> towards it, which is the first mistake. <laughs> they ran towards it? Yeah. So Brave. much of this episode is like they're on the first floor. It's like a two floor thing. They're on the first floor, kind of in the central area. There's, like, cells on both sides. And, like, you can see that it's a long ways back and forwards. So they're kind of, like, here. They walk in, and immediately it's just, like, crazy banging. Everyone's running over. Mm. Okay. So as they're still looking at it, it sounds like there's a metal bar hitting cement floor. That was me saying that. That's what it sounded like. Okay. And then they go back, and there's a dude standing there, one of their people standing there and there's like a crowbar just like on the ground and so they're like holy shit so they pick it up and they're dropping it and they're like this sounds like the sound oh my god so above them it's kind of like an empty or like an open space so they take it upstairs and they drop it from the top and they're like that's what that sound sounded like so they're like crazy so they like leave the crowbar down there right okay um then I wrote, who is this fool who locked himself in a cell? Oh, no. Uh, There's so always one. This, sh- this show is very like they don't like other shows will be like, meanwhile, on the other side, Brad was looking into this. And like they don't do that. They just like suddenly cut. And you're like, who's this? Oh, like, interesting. Yeah. They're just doing that. Like they're just I feel like it could use some voiceover. That's just my opinion. OK. Some um, shows have too much. This one has not enough. Also, I literally didn't know people's names because they didn't introduce them. Yvette introduced herself, but nobody else. And there's straight up like seven people in their team. So so weird. So I said, who is this fool who locked himself in a cell? Okay, it's Stuart. And I know this because he just berated himself for possibly not being able to get out of the cell he locked himself into. (laughs) (laughs) So luckily on a camera, he was like, Stuart, did you just lock yourself in, you dumb fuck? Well, also... 
Last time Yvette said, oh, sugar, this time they all swore like sailors and it kept getting cut out. <laughs> so it would oh. go quiet. And so, so all they, the swears got cut out and it was just very hard to follow. They didn't mask um, it with the cute little oh, sugars this time. They yeah. were very scared. Yeah. So Stuart's in this cell and he's got his camera turned on himself as a selfie and he whistled. And the whistling answered him twice. Like twice he was like. <whistles> and it was like. Oh, that's not an echo. That's not an echo. That's like so a response. That's call scary. and response. Yep. So <laughs> Jerry is this other guy who's in another cell. He's across the way and down the hall. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's in another cell. Cell 20. And Jerry's in there, and he asks for a sign that somebody's there. And he's just kind of talking. He's like, is anybody here? Is anybody here? Let me know if you're here. And something fucking slams on the door. Like, full body jump, just just like, bang, bang, bang. And he's just like, you know, like, freaking out. so scary to watch. Oh, my God. So he, like, rips the door open, which it banged on the door, but the door opens in, and it didn't move at all. But it was definitely, like, on the door. He rips it open, comes out, and he's just like, who's up here? Who's up here? So at this point, we see the other camera of Stuart in the other cell hearing him being like, who's up here? Who's up here? So then it goes split screen so you can see both of their cameras. So then he comes out and is like, are you okay? And he's like, no, somebody fucking slammed on this door. Who else is up here? Is anybody up here? And he's like, no, we're the only two people up here. And he's like, well, I was up here and somebody slammed on my door. So as soon as Jerry says that, Stuart's standing there next to his door and something fucking slams on his door. Oh, my God. And it's so loud that he, like, ducks to the side. And so you see both cameras where he's, like, nowhere near the door. And you hear him just being like, Jesus fucking Christ. I mean, and bleeped out. Juicy sugar crystals. Yeah, it's, (laughs) I wish. Oh, juicy sugar crystals. My goodness. (laughs) so that's creepy that also with like the loud like banging on the door the door isn't moving you know because if a human is pounding on the door the door's gonna shake and move and Mm -hmm. wiggle but like when it's a paranormal force it it's it's creepy as fuck and and it's even more convincing when you can see the other guy taking the video of him you hear the noise and see him just like leap to the side you know like somebody was and then it literally happened again they were standing there kind of yelling at each other like, what's going on? What's going on? I don't know. And then it happened again right next to him. He was like, let's get out of here. And he was like, okay, That's let's get out of plan. here. That's yeah. a great plan. It's haunted. We've confirmed it. Yeah. We can go. So uh, commercial break. So then they decide to get back together because it's fucking terrifying is what I said. Um, and then <laughs> they heard they're all kind of in a group standing in a circle and uh, two of them heard someone talking behind them, like they're on the same side. Good. And then they hear a very distinct metal sound. And that crowbar that was on the ground had moved several feet. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, shit. So then we get to talk to Carl. And Carl, by the way, is Yvette's husband. It's very exciting. It's getting spicy. And Carl says he wants to quote Scooby-Doo. And split up. Oh, man. I was like, is that 
is that code for sexy time? Okay. <laughs> okay. We'll find out. It could be. Hey, you guys um, want to do a Scooby-Doo or what? Get, hey, y'all, got, y'all down to Scooby? You want some Scooby snacks? Uh, so Yvette is like, this is a terrible idea. That crowbar just moved. What if it like hits one of us in the head? Yeah. Like, come on. Because it obviously dropped from like a higher yeah. story too. He was like, she was like, this could have really hurt us. Yeah. So they decide to split into two groups. Um, and there's a whole bunch. Oh, so there's this one cell and they start doing the whistle thing again. And there's a bunch of whistle answering like whistle answering happens all night. And this part got even scarier because Yvette is like. And then the whistle goes. Oh, it's like different God. tones. So it's like not like an echo so or anything. It's like off tone. Whistling also scares me anyway. I it whistling gives me the heebie-jeebies it always yeah. has. I just it's creepy to me. It's very scary. So they're feeling like it's coming from this one particular cell and then I wrote Yvette literally cannot look. She's so scared and honestly same. Like she's literally like wrapped herself around her husband and like has her head like her head and like in his arm. Oh. So then they kind of like come back out of the cell and Carl, her husband, is standing there and you see him just kind of like, kind of like duck down and they're like, what? And he goes, something just kicked the back of my leg. Like something just like kicked, you know, like his knee, like kicking his leg out from under him. And (laughs) this guy, Jerry, is like, (laughs) Jerry's like, oh, you want to kick us? You want to kick Carl? Why don't you kick me? Why don't you come over here and kick me? Oh, kick any of us. And Yvette goes, I don't want to be kicked. Aww. (laughs) Just want to make this clear. I'd like to not be a part of the kicking. Thank you. And like Jerry's like trying to like provoke it. And Yvette's like, no, Uh -uh. we're not interested in this. Okay. So they're all standing around in a circle. Jerry's like trying to provoke it. And all of a sudden, it's literally one of my one of my uh, bullet points just says "What the fuck?" <laughs> because it was so scary. Because everyone just started screaming. Oh my god, <sighs> Amy! I want to watch this the now. Goddamn crowbar flew past Yvette's head. No. Yeah. See, she was right. It is dangerous. She was right. Oh god. She was right. Oh, no. And then. And then Carl got kicked again on the back of his leg. And then he's like kind of like bent over. And then I wrote Carl got kicked again, but then had the presence of mind to make a prison butt sex joke. So I don't know how I feel right now. Carl, there is a place and a time, which is never and nowhere, especially in a prison. Then I wrote Carl is down. Carl is down. Oh, They heard a clatter and they ran off to the other side because it's just they're just a group just running and yelling a lot. And so like they run to the other side and they're like, we heard a thing. What's the thing? What's going on? And then someone turns around and is like, what's that? What the fuck is that? But it's all like quiet. What the is that? You know, and then they run back and Carl has fucking fainted (gasps) and is laying in the middle of the fucking floor. Whoa. 
I know. Oh, ouchies. And those floors are probably just hard-ass cold cement. It's cement. It's just cement. Carl, you shouldn't have made the butt sex joke. Should not have made the butt sex joke. And then I wrote, I am a fool. There is a second part, and (gasps) I will watch it. (laughs) And then I wrote, oh, God. They're starting out in the hanging room. What the (gasps) fuck was I thinking? Why am I watching this? Oh, my God. I could stop right now and no one would know. This is true. I I don't have to read this part, but I'm probably going to. Hi, Amy. Hi, Tammy. I love that you wrote that. (laughs) I'm also glad I wrote that because I definitely forgot that I wrote that mere hours ago. Oh, my Uh, God. Hi, Amy. (laughs) Look, I I I did not watch the rest of my episode because I was scared. You That's why I, know. I wanted to tell you I watched two whole episodes because <laughs> I just had so to. Brave. It was very scary. But also Carl fell down. I needed to know what happened. So That's true. I would like to know if he's okay. Carl got up and he seemed to be fine. They walked him out and he, he went back the next day. So they went back. I will say the second episode... I mean, plenty of stuff happened, but I have less going on. So don't worry about it. Um, (laughs) uh, Okay, so I wrote, they literally haven't even done their filmed walk-in and it starts with door slamming. (gasps) So like they're literally starting the like three, two, one, let's walk in and a door fucking slams like off to the side. Oh my God. Um, And then I wrote, it's the room where the prisoners spend their last night before they're hung sobbing. Okay. Because the room where the door slammed was that room. Oh my god. Oh my okay. god. I'm okay. so scared. I never I want to watch this actually. It's so scary. It just never stops. So okay. So they go into the hanging room and it's all like kind of a museum now. Like there's stuff up on the walls and they have like a fake noose and everything. Um no, but so they you. put They put two what they call trigger objects in the hanging room. Mm -hmm. And so the trigger objects are there is a death mask bust of a man. So you know what a death mask is where they like. Yes. Right after somebody dies, they'll take a like mask of their face. No, I don't know what it is actually. (laughs) Yeah. So they take a mask for what purpose? Um, just, just to like, like a preserve. record oh. of what they looked like, I guess. Yeah, because they didn't really have like, they didn't do a lot of photography and <laughs> so that scared I, me when I you looked over your shoulder. Thought okay. I heard something right behind me. It could have been my neighbor behind the, the you know, because this this room does have an adjoining wall. Yeah, I'm gonna just push into <laughs> the headboard and <laughs> ignore everything. Um, so it's a. It's a death mask, which they have them of like famous people like they die and they'll just take a mask of their face and like make like a. But this was actually made into like a bust. So it's like the full head. But the death mask was of a man that was hung like he was like a prisoner that was like hung to death. And um, they also have a trinket that's associated with that man and they put it in a box and they stuck them both in this room and they kind of drew out like where the trinket was in the box, like on a piece of paper. And they were like, let's see if it moves. Well, spoiler alert, it fucking moves a ton. I'm not surprised. Yeah. By any means. Yes. They have it like uh, in camera. And I, ro- I wrote, oh, my God, you can 
Oh, first of all, you can see the rope marks on the guy's neck. Like they took the death mat. Like you can In see the, the bus, rope marks. You can see it. Oh. Mm-hmm. oh. Uh, and I wrote the box moves all around the paper. They speed up the camera and you can see it. And it looks like a Ouija planchette. Like just kind of like. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's so scary. Jeez. Uh, and then they came back and I said, "Ugh, it did it again. And the lights are off now. And I didn't realize how much I needed the lights to be on. Oh, yes. We I always need even... the lights on. They need the lights on. Yes. Um, Carl went off on his own like a fucking moron. And now something is walking behind him and gets really close and then makes a bang. So like this happens a couple of times. Something's Carl. like walking towards him and then makes like a huge bang. Um, and now it's whistling back at him and it's that same thing where like he'll whistle high and it'll kind of whistle low. So he was really freaked out. And then he was like, you know what? I'm feeling like the whistling, it's like kind of calming me down. Like it's making me feel like it's kind of friendly. Um, and he's like, I was scared and now I'm feeling a little relaxed. It feels kind of supportive, like a friendly spirit. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, what's that? And he realizes that like a light has turned on right next to him. And he's like, honestly, this feels really supportive. It feels like it knew I was scared and it turned a light on. And he was like, I really appreciate this. I'm going to head back and see these other guys. So he turns the camera off. Then he immediately turns the camera back on because he's like, okay. So the minute I turned the camera off, there was a huge banging, shaking right next to me. Uh, tricked him that's exactly what he said exactly what he said because he said the minute he started trusting it (gasps) it got really aggressive and then it basically followed him all the way out there like banging on shit like like right next to him hell no see that scares me that like it's such a that's like such an intelligent haunting where it's like fucking with you because it knows it was it was so scary. And so they, the this whole time, Yvette's doing this thing where they're like picking up EVPs and like, I guess it sounded okay, but I, I couldn't really tell because they're just playing it back and they're in the prison. It's very echoey. You can't oh. really tell what it's saying. So yeah. like they were saying, it's like, it's saying help me. And I'm like, okay, they don't, maybe. They don't need don't EVPs. Know. There's enough. They've, they've yeah. got enough evidence. There's and so much. It's whistling okay. at you and throwing crowbars at you. We don't need And then for the third time, they go back to the hanging room where Carl says, and I wrote, okay, this was worth it. Apparently, Carl has a fascination with, quote, criminology in general and hanging specifically. Turns out this death mask he has, it's his that he collects. He collects hanged man death masks. Carl. Um. And he very, very aggressively describes the gentle and respectful way that a prisoner is led to his hanging. Uh, And now I'm like, Carl, shut up. Yvette doesn't want you to let everyone in the wide world know what your sex life is like. Um, Carl, why don't you go Scooby-Doo it it somewhere uh, alone? Scooby-Doo on yourself and leave Yvette (laughs) out of this. Uh, so the box moved a third time and then I wrote, okay, there's a fucking third part, but I'm not that much of a sadist. So that'll have to be it. <laughs> Good. I'm, I don't know that your heart could handle it, Tammy. I'm worried I, about you now. I couldn't. <laughs> it was too, God. 
much. It was so scary. And I guess they went back to this place later. So I'm kind of like interested to see like what else they found. But holy shit. Well, it lived up to its name as most scary episode of this show. What was this show called again? Ghost Hunter? No. Most Haunted. Most Haunted. Mm -hmm. Holy crap. You're so brave. Uh, I was in the middle of the day. I almost took a picture of like the TV and how bright it was outside. (laughs) I almost took a picture of me watching this Netflix show on my laptop with the baby monitor next to it. But then I felt like it was a privacy violation of the baby. Yeah, right. It's like, I could blur her face. Nah, I'll just leave it. <laughs> oh, my God. Tammy, that was really fucking scary. I'm glad I it's went first. so scary. If I went second, mine would not be scary at all. It would be like, oh, is that it? A no. toy Teddy Ruxpin was possessed. That's I just fucking c- crazy. I couldn't believe how nonstop it was, like, in this episode. It was so scary. Well, and it's, like, dangerous shit. That's, like, I don't like that. The whistling, whistling scares me. The fact that Carl collects death masks and and thinks that it's like a noble uh, th- like execution process, and then like, it was weird. The yeah. crowbar, and then he, Carl's also the one that fainted. Yeah, this is nonstop this action. Turned into the Carl show, didn't it's, it? It really did. I think he's like trying to get his own show going, and he's like, "Watch me faint." Ugh. Was he in any of the cells where the banging was happening, or that was the two other guys? Uh, two other guys. I know there was yeah. a lot of people. Damn, girl. Well, you need a, a palate cleanser after that. I think you should Zillow. Just Zillow mm. as much as you possibly can. Oh, look at this toilet wine I got going on here. That's, but that's the cleanse you need. A little bit of toilet wine from Her Royal Majesty mm-hmm. and some Zillowing. Mm-hmm. Just Zillow some, some haunted. Oh, speaking of Zillow haunted houses, yeah. little slight segue oh as we wrap up, but... Uh, there's an Instagram account that I absolutely adore and it's very popular. It's called Cheap Old Houses. Do I you follow them. Me too. Every single post. And I, I press like on all of them so that the algorithm so that it keeps popping up. But all of the posts, I love looking inside of them because I'm like, oh, that is so haunted. So that haunted. That is so haunted. Some of these houses are from like the 1700s. It's mm-hmm. There is one that was just posted they from like. stoves. Yes. Like that are like crazy. Yes. There's one that they just posted from Lake Como, Italy that I swear looks like it's from the 1300s. And it is. That cave one. Yes. It looks like a fucking cave. Yeah. With, I mean, it's beyond a fixer. But I was just like. This, these are so haunted. I'm just dying for someone to post mm-hmm. a photo of the interior of these houses that that there's a ghost in it. There has to. I look. I legitimately search did for you, ghosts. Did you see the listing where the listing agent dressed up as the guy from Scream? No, I did it's not see that one. So oh my God. fucking funny because there's like one where he's like sitting on the toilet like, no, don't take a picture of me. <laughs> It's That's really funny. Brilliant. Oh, I'm gonna have to yeah. look for that. Oh my god. Oh my god. Tim, I that love so that good. feed. It's amazing. Yeah. Little plug for uh cheap old houses on Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. If you love real estate and you love maybe hoping to find a ghost, this is for you. Yeah. Um, for you for sure. Yeah. And if you have a haunted story, a haunted house, or uh, a crowbar has been thrown at you by some unforeseen (laughs) entity, uh, please share your stories with us because we share them on the podcast. And it's one of our favorite things. So you can Mm -hmm. email your story to us at upghostandpersonal at gmail.com or you can send it through our website 
BansheesAndBooze.com. That's right. And if you'd like to see some of the scary ass uh, pictures from things that we talked about today and also some funny ass memes that we like to share, you should follow us on Instagram at Banshees and Booze. And for some of the same, you should get on Twitter at Banshees Booze. Booze. And subscribe and rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. We're everywhere. Uh And uh, hey, Amy, (laughs) that was my way. That was my way of offering to go first, even though I have Zilcho. Zilcho. Oh boy. Uh, Yes, Tammy. If you see a ghost, throw your pants on over your pants and get the (gasps) hell out of there. Yes. (laughs) So many layers. So many layers. So many layers. Oh, hey, Tammy. Uh, yes, Amy. If you see a ghost, uh, wrap your baby in forty layers of blankets. (laughs) And call it a day. So many layers. So many, so many layers. layers. <laughs> we were both fixated on the uh, clothing aspect of your story. And Wait. I think that's not wrong. It's not wrong. Sometimes that's the best part of reenactments. Let's see what they're wearing. Yeah. See how many blankets they can swaddle that plastic <laughs> doll in. How many blankets? <laughs> Too many blankets. Too many layers. All right. Uh, um, I think I've talked myself into almost no voice at this point. Yeah, Tammy, it's sleepy. late for you. I know. I got up I early get... this morning, too, for no fucking reason. I'm just trying to be a responsible adult. I okay. got up at 6.30 this morning. Feels like a good time to get up. Okay. I was up at 6 a.m. this morning. It's 3.30 for me, and I want to go to bed right now. So you must yeah. really want to go to bed. Oh, if it's 3.30 for you. Oh, no. It's 11.30. <laughs> oh, yeah, Tamara. Yeah, so bad to bed young lady yes ma'am sleep with the lights on because that was some scary shit i can't it's all blackout curtains in there i guess i could sleep in the guest room i'm already Uh, here (laughs) at least you've got your man next to you he'll protect you yeah he will um thanks guys tune in next week for another episode of benches and booze thanks guys good boy good boy boy